Hello and welcome to the Abundant Living Everyday Bible Study and Legacy Series Podcast. I'm Rev. Alma Donbass-Savoy, your podcast host and Bible teacher. I'm excited to share with you this study as we explore, as we continue to explore, the everyday meaning of what it means when Jesus said in John 10.10 10, um, that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. In our last podcast, we looked at the essence of abundance, and we also looked at the introduction into abundant living in the first podcast of this particular series of four. So we hope you have the chance to, if you have not listened to those, to go back and listen to those. Podcast number one, Uh, Introduction to Abundance, and podcast number two, The Essence of Abundance. This is podcast number three, and we're looking at, uh, in particular, how Satan steals from us. And so looking at some of those subtle and not-so-subtle ways. This is a podcast helping people like you and me through the study of God's Word. Draw nourishment from the Word of God for those areas of life where we have struggled, where it has seemed that the thief has tried to steal, kill, and destroy us through disease, death, and the death of a loved one, divorce, or something else. You know, life throws at us a lot. The violence, uh, evil that comes at us, and still the word tells us, our, especially our theme tells us to choose a path where we can navigate this life, living an abundant life every day. So let's have a word of prayer and jump into our study. Let us pray. God, we're so grateful to have this time to look into your word and be in your presence. Thank you for the gift of your word to guide us and to counsel us and to comfort us, also to confront us. Help us never lose sight of that. So as we study your word, the Bible, we ask that you open our ears and our hearts to whatever it is you are wanting to teach us. In the name of our Christ Jesus, amen. We've journeyed this path for a few sessions, and I hope, as I stated prior, that you've listened to the previous podcast. Podcast 1, Introduction, and Podcast 2, The Essence of Abundance. This is podcast number 3 of subtle and not-so-subtle ways that Satan tries to steal from us. As we continue to look into the Word, we've talked about the context of Jesus having this conversation with his disciples about how he wants us to live in times like these. He wants to know that as we begin uh, to embrace this full life, this abundant life, and understand how critical it is that I understand, first of all, my identity— as a son, a daughter of the king, as long as I believe the lies of the enemy that the enemy has told me about my identity, we will never be able to live in confident obedience. That Jesus Christ came and died, that we can have uh, abundant life. One of the keys is to know who we truly are as his child. I'm not a sick person fighting to be well. 
I'm a well person fighting arthritis or cancer or diabetes, etc. I'm not an addict fighting to be free. I'm a free person fighting the addiction of smoking or drinking, drugs, sugar, whatever it might be. I'm not a defeated person fighting for victory. The victory has already been won. I'm a victorious person fighting defeat. I'm a spiritual being having a human experience. It is hard for us, I know for me, to really get that, that when we're living because we're living in difficult times. And in this life, we realize the human experience is wow. Is the one way we actually is there one way that we can actually live in a in abundance in the midst of all these experiences? It is not by me depending on my own understanding, even my own thinking. I can't do this in the natural. So how can I wrap my mind around some of the terrible, terrible things that we see and hear that's happening? How are we to understand the level of evil that we see perpetrated on one another? But this is precisely where I want us to see tonight as we look at the level of opposition and evilness, the level of chaos and confusion our adversary will orchestrate and and perpetrate on uh, God's people and all people, actually. He will try to steal and kill and destroy us. And one of the harsh realities of this life is that we're all going to die. We, you know, we get sick, we get cancer, we see mental illness so prevalent, so much of where Satan is doing some of his work. And some of it is not so subtle. It's right blatant right here. So we want to look briefly tonight at some of the ways and not some of the subtle ways and not so subtle ways that he tries to steal from us. Colossians 1, 9, uh, verse 14, uh, 9 through 14 uh, says, um, For this reason we also... From the day we heard about you, have not ceased praying for you and asking God to fill you with the precious Holy Spirit, fill you with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you may live worthy of the Lord and please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good deed growing in the knowledge of God. Verse um, verse, um, verse 11, we're in verse 11 says, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyfully Thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of our sins. Did you hear that? Whom he has 
are brought. We have to let this be the time when even though Satan is throwing it all at us, he's using our children, he's using one another. Of course, he would love to destroy the church. And don't think if he could convince you just to stay at home, just to sit on the sidelines, that he would, that even when the world feels like it's crumbling, even when the noise of the world is deafening, Satan would like none other than for us to believe that God is not here. So when the world and the devil try to get us down, we must cling to the truth that my faith preaches that many of us have already experienced. There's an old song with the words in it that says, these are the times that try our faith. Many people people are in survival mode right now. And Satan would like nothing more than to keep us looking through the through a lens of scarcity and fear. One of the primary ways, and you hear this all the time, people get lost right here. It goes all the way, and he keeps on using it. How could a good God do such bad things? The devil messes with our minds. Have somebody even said, have you ever said uh, uh, something that was so ridiculous and then somebody said, oh, I'm just messing with you? Uh, Somebody say something, you're getting all upset. And they say, well, I'm just messing with you. That's what Satan does. He tries to make you think that this is all just too complicated. This is all so bad, and some of it is bad. This was wrong, so let me try to fix it. Satan would like nothing more. He tries to make you think that God is not good. The devil will try to make you think that God is not good. He will show you all the bad things that happen in the world and try to convince you that a loving God would never allow such things to happen. Genesis 50, 20, one of my favorites says, as for you, You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. Sometimes things happen in our lives that break our hearts or steal our joy. It is in those moments, it is so easy for us to forget that God has a hand in every part of our lives. He knows what we're going to think before we think it. And he knows every beat of our heart. God has a purpose for everything, even the things in our life that seem to take our breath away and break our heart. Mothers against drunk driving. Adam Wall's son was abducted. How many children have been saved when what Satan meant for evil, God turned it around for our good. But we know that God is good even when bad things happen. We know that he's in control and that he has a plan for our lives. And at the appointed time, his plan will be revealed to us. Satan will even try to use friends and people around us against us. Again, this is another way the devil tries to steal, kill, and destroy us by using the friends, the people around us to influence us. That's why it's so important to mind the company you keep. If you don't, 
Then be rest assured that negative influences from your friends will seep into your life and cause you to leave the path of righteousness. Another way Satan tries to keep us so busy that you don't have time for God. This is one way a lot of us fall into the trap of the devil. They get so busy. We get so busy with work and family and other things that we don't have time for God. And when you don't have time for God, you become more vulnerable to the devil's attacks. The devil knows this. And so he tries to keep us as busy as possible. So you won't have time. You won't be able to focus on God. Another way Satan doesn't want us to know about the power we have access to. Another one of my favorite verses, 2 Corinthians 12, uh, 9 through 10, says, and, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. Did you hear that? God says, my grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is this is Paul writing this, but my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly will I rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. But when I am weak, then I am strong. The devil would like nothing more than to have us not realize the power we have access to. For the word of God says that when I am weak, then I am strong. The devil doesn't want us to know the promises that we have in Christ. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin. Colossians 1, 13 and 14. Do you think the devil wants you to know enough, not just intellectually? No, but you know how you know when it doesn't look like. And you say to yourself, nobody but God could have done that. You look at your life and you say, but God. You know that when you say uh, uh, that cancels everything, when you say but, that cancels everything uh, before that. But there is no doubt about it. The devil wants you to be defeated. He tries to steal our joy. He tries to steal our peace of mind. He, he tries to destroy, literally destroy uh, who we are and what we think. The devil wants you to struggle through your entire life. The devil wants you to be sick, depressed, down in the dumps, glum, and miserable. The devil wants you to feel like you will never hit the target with your life. You are never good enough. But Jesus wants to give you a life that is unrivaled, unequal, matchless, incomparable, richly loaded, and overflowing with life to the ultimate, to the maximum, not just life, but an abundant life every day. No doubt Satan would love to steal your joy by getting you to turn your eyes from all the good God has done and all how good God is and all that he has granted us in life and focus on all the things that are off limit. 
When I'm tempted to despair about the state of the world, I remember that God can use all things for his good. If only we will cooperate with his grace even more. I remember that this life is passing, that we are made for more than this world. So now that you know the devil wants to make your life a less gratifying, unhappy, uneventful life, a life that no one will ever notice is gone once it is over, what are you going to do about it? I urge you to put the brakes and stop Satan from wreaking havoc in your life. Hear me on this. Jesus has given us the power to resist every attack and to overcome every strategy, every evil. Every evil strategy that he has uh, desires for us. Don't let him plant negativity, doubt, confusion in your mind. Evil thoughts do not come from God. Don't let Satan steal your motivation. It is a joy to pursue the passions God has put in your heart to serve him. Don't to live to be a light, to shine, to be resilient, to have hope, faith, and to keep on loving folk. Yes, we're living in times of great turbulence and extremes. Violence is escalating. Mass killings are up from last year. Wars, earthquakes, tornadoes, inflation, bringing hunger and suffering. Nowhere that used to be considered safe, school, church, grocery store, shopping malls is safe anymore, it seems. But let us continue to look to the Lord and let us not allow Satan to steal, kill, and destroy for us. For God has come to give us an abundant life and to give us life and life more abundantly. So let us continue uh, in part to uh, in our next uh, podcast, continue to looking at uh, this, how to have an abundant life in these times. Let us pray. Lord, I'm so thankful that you came to give me real life, an abundant life. You didn't save me so I could live the rest of my life in defeat and poverty. You didn't redeem me so I could be sick, depressed, and sad. You came to give me life, and I am determined to enter into the reality of that kind of life, O oh God, that you promised me. Lord, thank you for showing me how not to allow the devil to talk me out of the blessings you've designed for my life and my family. I'm taking my eyes off the low road, and I'm headed for the high road of abundant living every day. Blessings that you have planned, that you have ordained, that you have designed for me. 
My friends, thank you for allowing me to speak into your life on this Abundant Living Everyday Bible Study Legacy Series. This is Reverend Alma Dunbar-Savoy, and for all of us here at Abundant Living Everyday, wishing you an abundant life every day, where even in times of uncertainty, I want to encourage you that if you let the Word of God direct you, if you let His promises keep you, if you let His power protect you, if you let His love define you all of us. And if we live out our faith in the true and living God and let love unite us, you can live an abundant life in Jesus Christ each and every day. May his peace be with you until we're together again in our next podcast. Please look out for a podcast number four, Abundant Living Every Day. Thank you so much. God bless.